like 10 Trulies. Huh? Oh, there she goes. <laughs> <laughs> She's so cute. Well, guys, we're back for another episode of Modern Day Mujeres, and we are here joined by two beautiful women, uh, the co-founders and founders and CEOs and badass women of Power Women. Now, if you guys have not followed them, I highly suggest you do so. They are emboldening femininity in the corporate America, one power pocket at a time. I love that. Hey. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much. We're and so introduce excited. yourselves a little bit. Who's who? Okay, so I'm Kimberly, and I'm one of the co-founders of Power Woman. I I don't even know. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess how I would describe myself is oh, they didn't say to do that. They, I just oh, no, I you can't. No, yeah, please go I ahead. Just, like I got a mic. The floor's yours. Okay, go. Yep. Someone gave me a mic and said, "Who are you?" And then like, are tell we, me everything, we girl. <laughs> we're, we're girl. We got truly so. <laughs> Y'all should never give me a mic, y'all. Mm. Like this is too much, too much power for me. I'm glad you're so comfortable with it. I love it. I, I love, love it. That. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But yes, she's I'm a Libra. Kimberly. I'm so a Libra. Libra season. Hey. Where's Libra? No, I'm not a Libra. Oh, okay. Cancer. No. no. I love Libras. <laughs> I mean, I love. I love. I love the energy Libras bring. Yes, that's for sure. Yeah, High I energy. Love it too. Narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> we love ourselves the confident women over yes. here. Yes. Okay, and I'm Miriam. I'm the other co-founder of Power Woman. And I guess we can talk about what Power Woman is. Sure. Yes. Okay, yeah. So Power Woman it. is a brand that focuses on making blazers for the modern businesswoman. And I guess we have two main things that we like to highlight. We like to say that our blazers come with pockets. Pockets, pockets, pockets. So pockets on the inside for your lipstick, pen, tampon, business cards, credit cards, anything that fits on the inside. And then on the outside, we have two larger pockets for your phone, hand sanitizer, your hands, your masks, <laughs> yeah, your masks, <laughs> anything. anything. So we just always want the women to be prepared and be ready. And that's what we're all about. That's awesome. Um, and the second thing is we like to um, say that our blazers highlight our femininity and our strength because those are not, you know, those go together. Mm-hmm. And right. so we love to put fun lighting on the inside and mm-hmm. um, our blazers are colorful. So they're pink, they have pink lining. And so that's yeah. right. That's I like so to celebrate cute. femininity. Mm-hmm. How did I you guys it. get started in making blazers or wanting to, you know, start yeah. with blazers? Make a brand of mm-hmm. clothing that does that. Well, it really came from necessity. We both worked at the same place. We uh, we come from a car dealership, a sales background. Mm-hmm. And time and time again, we kept running into the same old wall. We would get asked for a business card. We would get asked for a pen. We would get asked to lunch for it with clients and we would be caught unprepared. Mm. So every single time we'd have to say, let me go get my purse, let me go get my business card. And it just, compared to our male counterparts, it just was, it, it wasn't a good look. Mm-hmm. And for, for us too, I mean, we're, we're women that like to be prepared for absolutely everything. We over-prepare, we like to be right. on top of it, we're overachievers, and that just kind of takes it down a notch for you, mm-hmm. brings your energy down to where you're like, wait, why am I not prepared? And then we noticed that it wasn't us, it was, it was our clothing. It was what we had to, what was out there. Mm-hmm. So after seeing time and time again how men were so prepared, we decided to make our own blazers because we couldn't find anything out there that was, number one, representative of us as 
women so mm-hmm. we didn't want black or blue mm-hmm. exactly. colors mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's okay i mean for example i am a spooky bitch and i love black <laughs> yeah <laughs> me too yeah like i'll wear black black all day every day mm-hmm. yes me right now with my <laughs> exactly like this is my season my year my time right but the thing is i'm also very feminine and i wanted to blend those two things and miriam is very assertive and and she she speaks her mind and those two things aren't mutually exclusive you know being feminine and speaking your mind and being assertive and being a boss bitch right so our blazers speak to that we have floral lining and we also have you are business professional and you are still feminine and Mm -hmm. so we brought that forward with our blazers to celebrate femininity Mm -hmm. and we those are just two things that we saw a niche for. So Perfect. it was a necessity. We wanted it, and then we made it. And every time we talked about it or showed it off to our friends, or someone saw us, you know, reaching into our blazer to get a business card or a right. lipstick or a tampon, they would freak out. Yeah. Like, right. I, I freak mean, out when my dress has pockets. Yes. <laughs> it is so right. exciting. I'm that like, bitch. Oh, that yeah. They'll be like, I like your dress. I'm like, thanks. It has pockets. Yeah. I'm that person. <laughs> it's the first person. It's the first thing you say whenever you have an clothing item, mm-hmm. because as women, we're not used to having clothing items that number one. Okay, both look good, but right. are, that are also functional. We're, we're right. having to st- we're we're stuck with having to settle with oh I look good, mm-hmm. and we leave the house with oh I look good, but are you ready? No. Yeah. Right. Are you it's prepared? like when they're making jeans with no pockets, oh, girl. or it's like the fake pocket. I'm like yeah. Even like the blazers where they make a fake pocket. I'm like, these are, what do you, why do you even put this here? Yeah, I'm not going to fake work. Like, this yeah. is like I'm giving you. Like a I'm not going to fake work. happy hour. No, I'm going to get drunk. I'm going to put my fake phone at. Right. Exactly. This cover spring ain't fake. I know that's what somewhere. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, that, and, that, and that's And so we true. have to have it handy on us mm-hmm. because yeah. sometimes like if we get up, you know, in the office or at the restaurant, like, and we need our tampons or, oh, you know, we yes. don't want to have to take a whole purse. Oh. To go, you know, it's it's not that it's embarrassing. It's just like, why do I have to lug this whole thing? Yeah, it's like just to go whole life with me to the bathroom. Yeah, (laughs) it's it's annoying. Yeah, and it's like they ask you, why? Well, why do you? Why are you taking your backpack? the bathroom why are you taking your purse and it's like well number one i'm trying to get out of here early number two right right yeah number two i'm on my period you want to hear the specifics do you want to hear the whole story do you really yeah so like even today i i'm on my period (laughs) so i have in here my little dailies right and like i don't leave i just always like to be prepared because i am a terrible planner it's mm. actually how I got pregnant. <laughs> 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 so I just have to always have one on me just in case. Just in case. I get surprised. Right. Like Scarlett Johansson. So. Right. Exactly. And how did you guys meet? We met in college. Mm-hmm. Um, she was sweet mates with my best friend. Mm-hmm. freshman year so uh-huh. that's how we were originally met I and we were Harp and Jean Zimsky or Jean Payne now sorry yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> shout out <laughs> um, and we, but we weren't like I mean we were friends but we never hung out like one on one like we were always hung out like in a group in together. a group yeah, uh-huh. Miriam kept yeah. rejecting me she was no, too cool I for me didn't. Miriam has so many friends it like is so annoying like I have like <laughs> I have five <laughs> friends, and like I'm gonna die with those five friends, and that's it. Right. Like I don't need any more. Mm-hmm. Like it was nice meeting y'all too, but <laughs> she says that. But Kim was always the one that was like doing everybody's makeup. And she, you never did my makeup. You never asked. <laughs> you wouldn't talk to me. Mm-hmm. Right? She also had a boyfriend, and, and like I, like I never I didn't have a, a boyfriend until I met my husband. I had a boyfriend for two months in college. Oh, for uh, for me that's like two years. <laughs> I was like, she's married. I didn't guys. have a boyfriend. She's married. <laughs> she's married. <laughs> And then also, 
I was when we met. I was, you know, I came into college and I had a pretty strict household. Mm-hmm. So like, I was there to party. Like mm. I, I came in my first day, and I met my best friend Margot. And Margot and I were like, "Hey guys, we're going to hookah lounge." And these losers were like, "We're gonna play Uno." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, "Miss me, wow, with that miss me with that fifth grade sleepover <laughs> game." <laughs> But like, soon I never I played like, Uno in college. Oh, whatever. It was like, <laughs> so you know. It was, I don't know. It was a game where you get, like there's a circle and you guess what the word is, and it's like that catchphrase. Oh, I actually hate catchphrases. Oh, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> it wasn't me. Y'all were playing. Yeah. It. <laughs> but soon enough, I y'all don't want to go to hookah. It. Whatever y'all did, yeah, yeah, I'm a bad girl. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really wasn't though, because like a month in, I was like, can I join? Like I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. I had the same kind of upbringing. Like, my parents were super strict with me, mm-hmm. and I could not go out to anything. And so, Ugh. like, when they were out of town, I would sneak out, you know, <gasps> and, like, yeah, I would go to the clubs and all that stuff. And not so, the club. <laughs> no. Not the club. <laughs> and it was so bad because uh-huh. that's, like, when MySpace had just come up. Ooh. And, like, Dirty Space. I don't know. <laughs> Dirty Space. Our, um, we had a like a family computer Shout out, Tom. and so like my mom <laughs> my mom found all of my club pictures and like drunk oh. pictures on our family computer so you weren't How that are you good at hiding here? shit She's she a was ghost. like what are you doing I when know. did you do this and did I was she like, bring out the chunk well remember I'm when ghost. you went out that weekend <laughs> 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 you remember when you went on vacation that time that's when that happened wow it's like when you're coming from a strict household like all you want to do is just be free yeah. right and see Ooh, now th- i want to see what everyone else I've, is doing i feel like now I, I feel it in my body starting so early at partying because oh, yeah. i was that bad kid that would like lie about sleepovers and then <gasps> we would go out to other parties so i was that kind of bad kid no i, I was really good at lying but me too just now i feel it in my body because my knees feel like they're at least really? 52 yeah now i'm like <laughs> now, I'm, now i'm like with my parents i'm like no wonder you didn't want me to go it's not even that much fun anymore mm. <laughs> right no you right can't find me at a club you cannot no. catch me at a club me you have either. to pay me a lot right. of money to go to the club and be there past 9 p.m. It's not going to happen. Or a bar. If or it's 10 p.m., I'm like mm, yawning already. I'm like, no. I'm ready to go home. Yeah. That's past my bedtime. I'll go to a pub and have a few beers. Right. But my best times are like on someone's couch, like my own couch with like my mm-hmm. friends, drinking some seltzers, being forced to play Catan. That's Miriam and her <laughs> I like husband. how you give her a look. Like <laughs> Miriam and her husband love Catan, and I couldn't be. I, I, it's just so much thinking, and it offends me mm. that in my relaxation you want me to think. <laughs> you want me hard. to think. <laughs> how dare? How dare? I feel you on that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? These. And I'm a sore loser. Like I cannot <gasps> lose. So really? if I do not know the game, I will not play because I don't. Because like, you want to win. I want to <laughs> win. Really? You're yeah. so competitive. I'm. So, I'm hyper competitive. You need some not like, smart friends. I'm I like, like a sore loser if it depends on like who's <laughs> I don't know if I want those friends. Miriam is a pretty sore loser. Like, like if I lose right. to my husband, I'm like, oh. yeah. Right. Like I get so pissed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now I, I totally feel you on that because then he had like, then he has to rub it in my face and that's yeah. not okay. Not, yeah. Then they think they're smarter <laughs> than you and it's like, excuse me, you are mistaken. Yeah. <laughs> so I let you win. Down. Yeah, you let them win. <laughs> yeah. That's so Round funny. Two. <laughs> Until I win. I'm going to go study and then I'm going to come back. <laughs> yeah. But while they play, I'm like all up in the cheeses and the seltzers. So like, the I'm food. actually the winner. <laughs> yep. I'm actually winning here, you guys, yeah. while I sip on the seltzer. And they look over and I'm like, blackout. <laughs> 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 like, I'll 
like buy wood <laughs> this is what happens that's so funny oh gosh up that's to okay. up to now that you guys have um released this how long has it been we sold our first blazer september 5th of 20, last year oh, 2019 wow yes. wow that's and i amazing. know that because it was a month after i gave birth to my daughter mm-hmm. sophia august 5th and i was still leaking from all surfaces all places <laughs> yeah and I was there, like, honestly, I was happy to be there because I was getting to hang out with Miriam. Because right. I used to live in Houston. Yeah. Oh. So I just moved to Dallas in March. But so events is when Kim and I used to, like, hang out and, like, see mm-hmm. each other. We talk every day on the phone. Right. But, like, see each other <laughs> at events. And you guys yeah. got this started while you were in Houston? Like, kind oh, of, yeah. like, propelling wow. the whole... Well, well, she was in Houston and I was in Dallas. Mm-hmm. So we had worked in, in Houston together. That's where we started. At oh, the same wow. That's where we became closer. Yeah. Uh-huh. We, again, we were friends, but we never were, like, this close. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I needed to find the job ASAP, and we were going to our friend's bachelor party. Mm-hmm. Shout Jean, out to Jean. Jean Payne, <laughs> hey. Who's having a baby in December. Oh, my God. Oh. Jane Airy, but okay. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. The shade, y'all. Oh, my God. Are you serious? I love it. Cut yeah. that out. <laughs> she <likes> it. <laughs> She's like, edit that out. Edit that out. <laughs> How dare she? <laughs> <laughs> She, it was her bachelorette, and I had zero monies, like zero. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, girl, I can't make it. And she's like, it's okay, I got you. And I was like, damn, she's rich. Like, <laughs> she, she must be rich. It was $300. <laughs> um, this is why me and Mel are best friends. Like, <laughs> she, I was like, I, don't, I didn't have that money, and I am so cheap. Like, you will not catch me spending money that I don't have. You won't catch me spending money that I do have. Unless right. it's at a strip club. Oh my god! I cut that out. <laughs> okay, story time. Story time. <laughs> Edit that too. <laughs> You're so annoying, Miriam. <laughs> but she paid for me to go, and I was so excited. And and I, you know, she kept talking about this company that she worked for that we absolutely love. They're so amazing, mm-hmm. and um, they she recommended me to them, mm-hmm. and I got the job. And immediately, I. She was like the first person I paid back. I was so because I was so grateful. Right. And I owed her the money, <laughs> and she was Venmo requesting me. <laughs> For sure. I love oh, it. Stop. <laughs> so that's how we got really close, and then I moved to Dallas, and then that's I remember she came to visit one weekend. And I called her on her way back to Houston because the idea had been brewing in my head for a while. Mm-hmm. But I realized, like, because of because of who I am, like, I need a counterpart that's exactly the opposite of me. Same. So mm-hmm. we're very. This is this is why mm-hmm. this is yeah. the way it is. We're, we're very like similar in the way we think mm-hmm. and like, but we're very different too. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There's values that that are necessary to kind of like fundamentally start something. Exactly. Yeah. There's someone who propels the idea, and then there's someone that puts it into action. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I feel like. That's, there's balance. You that's, gotta find the there's balance. There's the balance yeah. between 100%. Oh, yeah. I, I like, completely feel you. Like, think of me as like the 62 gigabyte iPhone and she's a 500 gigabyte iPhone. Mm. <laughs> like, I'm always like, who is this person? Where did I meet this person? Who mm-hmm. is she? Where? Mm-hmm. And then she's like, you met them October 25th. 2018. That's Liz. And they were wearing this and this and that. <laughs> and then they said this and they said that. And I'm like, okay, weirdo, thank you. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm like, remember that one time? Yeah. That, you know, that girl. Yeah. I remember like weird things that nobody cares about, but she remembers like the, the weird details. Yeah. Yeah. Like someone tells me, like, I had that's a popcorn her. kernel stuck in my tooth five years ago and it still bothers me. And I'm like, that's like, <laughs> in that's me too. You're in my yeah. phone as popcorn dude. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you sold your first blazer a month after you gave birth to your daughter. Mm-hmm. How was that? Like, how was that feeling of knowing that you worked 
so you're literally like cooking up a, a mm-hmm. two sets of babies almost yeah. like mm-hmm. your actual human baby mm-hmm. and then your your brand your clothing 100%. brand that you guys work so hard for it mm-hmm. how was that like going off for you guys like in disbelief like what were those emotions were you scared yeah terrified yeah we, we felt like we weren't ready and yeah. we weren't I mean, we weren't ready. We weren't ready. We still aren't ready. But, like, <laughs> it's just, no, I remember, like, we didn't have any inventory. No, no inventory yeah. whatsoever. Mm. When we sold our first blazers. And the wow. plan was that, so, you know, I had saved all this money. I called Miriam up, and I was like, Miriam, can you be a part of this with me? I, I want to do this with you. Like, I knew there's, I knew that if I did it with Miriam, I was going to have, number one, so much fun. But, number two, I was going to she provides me and I provide her with the things that we lack. And I so right. appreciate that in her. And so there's someone that's mm-hmm. helping pick up yeah. where some things are kind of Exactly. And we're so and we're so understanding of each other. So when I called her, my plan was I'm gonna quit my job, you know, so and so month and I wasn't pregnant back then. And I'm going to focus, focus on Powerwin entirely. But I kept prolonging the quitting date. Because mm. I was like, well, I can make more money. I can make more money. And then I got pregnant. And like I said earlier, it was a surprise. Shout out, baby. You were planned. <laughs> but when, she, when, I, when we realized it, I was terrified. Mm-hmm. It was not part of the plan. I, and so... I kind of, I was like, okay, now I have to stay at my job, you mm-hmm. know, because I have this unexpected pregnancy that I'm scared. And the thing is, I've all, you know, we had savings and all of this, and I, I was just so scared of ever being caught, you know, with my pants down, basically, right, right. of not having the right tools or the or the sources, resources to provide for everybody. Mm-hmm. And it turned out to be a high risk pregnancy. And mm-hmm. at 12 weeks, I started bleeding a lot. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's it for me. Like I've, I'm gonna because our job is extremely or her, what, what her job is is extremely high paced. She works 60, 70 hours a week, if not more. And it's constant. So you go wow. home and people are still texting you, mm-hmm. needing things of you. Right. And it's very stressful because you're dealing with, you know, a, a company that is is so focused on customer service. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to let your customer down, but you also don't want to let your family down, like your work family down. Right. So I had to step away. Mm-hmm. And honestly, Sophia is what forced me to step away. Mm-hmm. And then I realized if since I'm going to have this maybe in nine months, I've got to put pedal to the metal and get to work on Power Woman. Like, mm-hmm. it is no longer an idea. It is a company. We filed an LLC. Mm-hmm. I got to work on a manufacturer, and it was like, let's do this now. Wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. and when we sold our first Blazers, we got invited to an event by mm-hmm. one of our mentors, um, and she was like, it's okay. Bring, you don't have anything, but bring your samples. And we're mm-hmm. like, these samples? Like, I know, are our we sure? samples <laughs> that we were still editing and, and messing with, and they weren't and the like, right size. They weren't the right size. We kept having to send them back and be like, bigger, mm-hmm. bigger. Like, let me show you a picture of a medium-sized woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know. Like, mm-hmm. this was medium So money. it started getting... Yeah. Right. It, it kept get, they, kept, they kept sending us pieces that were too small. And, and the advice we kept getting was just produce them and then just tell people to size down. But it's so annoying when you go to a store and you come in and you, you know who... You, you're comfortable in your body... Right. Mm-hmm. You know you're a large and you go in there and you're like, you know, I'm proud of my body, I'm a large and they're like, No, you're an XXXXL mm. and you're like, What the hell? That's not right. I, I know I'm a large. Or right. I know I'm an XXX what are you what are you talking about? Like mm-hmm. right. so we wanted the, the sizing to be accurate. Right. Because we didn't want to create even more 
like body dysmorphia right of right. like a, a woman comes in and what if she's a medium and then we tell her she's an extra small mm-hmm. like it just it goes both ways mm-hmm. right so we had to send it back and forth a lot of times and when we were at that event it was terrifying mm-hmm. because everybody was so excited and buying these blazers mm-hmm. and we were like um, we don't have them, mm-hmm. <laughs> but we will sell them to you yeah. <laughs> in a few weeks. <laughs> Keep but we did. We sold a lot of blazers that day. A lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People That's loved awesome. it. Mm-hmm. And it gave us like that, like, oh, you like it? You really like it? Right. Okay. It Sometimes gives you, that you need that. Yeah, you need that like validation from other people knowing that what you're doing is good. Yeah. yeah. And even though you don't feel confident, you know, 100% confident mm-hmm. in what you're presenting to them, mm-hmm. that that's like okay for exactly. them to, you know, to feel you for you to feel safe that they're going to be 100%. happy with your product. I mean, we were investing all this money uh, and keep in mind we're self-funded. Zero investors. This is our hard-earned cash. Right. Mm-hmm. And to see these women so excited about our dream, mm-hmm. you know, about our vision, it was like, okay, we made the right decision. We, yeah. We put it we put our money in the right place, you know. And why and why power women? Well, um, <laughs> we had been messing with names for a while, right? Mm-hmm. We had a lot of ideas, and this is why it's power women. So, Miriam and I are both Spanish first speakers. Mm-hmm. What is the right term? ESL? <laughs> no, it's just Spanish. Mm-hmm. Spanish first, yeah, yeah. We learned English first Spanish, and when I said power woman to my mom, who primarily speaks Spanish, mm-hmm. she immediately I spelled it out, and she immediately knew what it meant. Mm. Like, I didn't have to explain it to her. She, she's like, oh, power woman. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. Mm. So that was important to us, that it crossed cultural lines. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That women from other races and other cultures could look at that, you know, in China, in Spain, in Colombia, in Mexico, and know that was power woman. Right. Yeah. Um, Which is P-W-R-W-M-N. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Which is so hard for me to say sometimes. <laughs> 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 like my tongue gets stuck and I'm like, power women. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And so I was telling Miriam, I found you guys through Brie. Through oh, the I'm cool. in project. Love I, I love Brie. I, I've gotten to get to know her on a much deeper level. We kind of been DMing here and there and, you know, coming into doing the podcast for us has brought us through multiple streams of getting to know women on a multicultural level. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had Asian women, we've had black women, we've had black men, we've had trans men, we've had uh, Muslim women on our episodes, we've had Asian women on our episodes. Mm-hmm. So to speak with someone on a level that is also providing seats for diversity and inclusivity mm-hmm. was so important for me to hear it from someone like on her end that mm-hmm. is constantly fighting, you know, mm-hmm. the biases and mm-hmm. um, racism constantly. And, and, you know, I, I got to get to know her a little bit more. Um, and so kind of following her through her page when she did the last curated um, mm-hmm. market, I saw you guys. And then she posted stories on the blazer she got. 
and it was amazing. I can't remember the name of it, but it was a beautiful blazer. Mr. President. President. Oh, yeah. I love that name. Yeah. You guys have to tell us the names of them uh, shortly. But yeah, and so I clicked on it, and I saw people's stories of, you know, you guys would repost about them. Mm-hmm. The way they, like, explain the feeling that they had putting mm-hmm. on these blazers, like, no joke, I got goosebumps. Yeah. I'm like, this is something that is inclusive and it's and it's body accepting mm-hmm. and it promotes the femininity mm-hmm. that the workforce has to offer just on alone on your clothing brand on exactly. your blazers and i was like i want to hear more about the stories <laughs> yeah. i when i reached out to you guys i'm like this is amazing like i think when it comes to clothing i think it there's such a little bit of like how you said like there's that sense of like when you walk in a store you want to grab what you know because that's your size right Mm -hmm. or if you online shop like I can never online shop because Mm -hmm. it just it never works out the way from what you want to what you get right so when you guys provide these clothings for women that makes them feel like a whole powerhouse just putting them on you're already creating like for the next woman to just put it on and know that hey this miss president blazer (laughs) speaks for itself because seeing them and and it's really amazing so i'm really glad that you guys are able to share that and let more women know about it because i was in corporate america for like about four years Mm -hmm. i did uh was property manager and i never once felt comfortable in a blazer Mm -hmm. or the blazer in the pants like i you know i had to wear my button-ups or my long sleeves and it had to be very corporate Right, yeah. but I never felt comfortable enough with blazers. I'm like, I feel, I feel frumpy. Yeah. I feel Same. like it felt <laughs> it just didn't, it wasn't right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad I'm out of there for for sure. But yeah. I love them. <laughs> they are the you know when you see a blazer, you think of power. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, like you think that you're in a good position, that you've got a good job. You know, you've got your life together. <laughs> you know, that's how <laughs> I feel like when I see them. And I used to wear blazers all the time. Now that I'm in a job where I probably need to wear one. I just haven't been to work in eight months. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now that I'm going to the office, I'm like, I need to start dressing mm-hmm. up again, you know? And I love this. I definitely want to check out a blazer because right. I, I need Please. one. Right. I have not bought one because my weight has been up and down for years. Same. And so all the blazers that I did have, I gave them away, you know, mm. I, you know, donated them or whatever because they didn't fit me anymore. Mm-hmm. So I am looking for a new blazer. So this oh, is like God. amazing. So I'm Really that, like it, the okay. timing is perfect. Oh, like perfect! Let's see. I, like, you got a, You got a new. And I, I love see that. Like <laughs> you're wearing it with jeans. I wear and this you're all wearing, the time. Yeah, and she's yeah. and Miriam is wearing it like with you know work attire. Work attire. And yeah. like they're just so versatile. 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 Yeah. You can just pop it on for like a quick like night Grocery dinner run. look, yeah. or like even a, like dress it down with, like with jeans. How you have it? And, and I always wear it with jeans because keep in mind shoes. Miriam works in corporate America. Right. I work at home. Same. I'm a stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. And so I'm working on power women. I'm working on raising a normal child. So <laughs> <laughs> In a pandemic, what is normal? Mm-hmm. I know. She's just sort of growling. So like, I I'm doing it. my best, y'all. But, <laughs> but no, Look like out. if your friend calls you or if you got a date, that, you know, last-minute date, you pop right. it on and you're mm-hmm. good to go. Like right. it's literally the one item that every woman needs in their closet. Like oh, yeah. it's a staple yeah, sure. item. Yeah. And it, it just – there's something that speaks for us, like seeing – women like yourselves or women that buy our blazers Mm -hmm. like we're going to be a part of your most important moments we're going to be there when you ask for promotion we're going to be there 
scratch that. We need to demand your promotion. Yes. We're going to be there when you get that promotion. We're going to be there when you're celebrating it with your best friends. We're going to be there maybe when you get married and you want to wear the Miss President. We're going to be there during those beautiful moments. And that is the, it's a privilege. It's a privilege. It is. Mm -hmm. To, To know that we are a part of not creating this confidence, but just like, celebrating it like celebrating emphasizing yeah right like we're the ones that are we're the girlfriend that's like girl come on now you can do it like you look cute mm-hmm. come on just just get up there and do it you know mm-hmm. that's the blazer the blazer's the, the girl that's saying you can do it girl get up here don't be scared right that's the blazer the confidence is in yourself it's in yourself mm-hmm. the magic mm-hmm. is in yourself we're just we're your hype girl that's the blazer yeah and that's what's so beautiful like yeah you what you described, you know, being a property manager and wearing those frumpy suits. Right. We've all felt that. Mm-hmm. I actually got called out by my uh, <laughs> previous manager. He was like, what? Um, when you first interviewed, no. you, you look so frumpy. You looked like you were like wearing your mom's clothes. And I was like, because I was. Right. I was wearing my mom's shoes, my mom's suit. Because, number one, I didn't want to spend money on something that wasn't going to look good. Right. And I was like, well, this is free and it looks the same as mm-hmm. all the other suits. Mm-hmm. And I walked in there. I remember feeling so uncomfortable because mm. I kept fidgeting with my outfit. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we want to eliminate. We want you to stomp in there. We right. Want, we want your outfit to be the last thing on your mind because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's already so ingrained in you <coughs> that you look so powerful that you're not worried about like, oh, and this and that. And like, no, you're like, okay, I want this. At this mm-hmm. job, I'd like this salary. I'd like to be this position. I'd like to, you know, have this role. Right. And you're not worried about what you look like because mm-hmm. That's you're portraying true. your powerful femininity. You right. Know? That's another word that ex- escapes me. Femininity. Femininity. But you, said, <laughs> you say it really good. Yeah. You I do. Say it. Yeah. yeah. When I was little in Spanish, I would say femenina. Maybe that helped you. No, it didn't. (laughs) (laughs) It is wrong. Don't make it fun of me. Yeah. And then my my mom never corrected me, so. No, they never do. I was like in my 20s being like, just say (laughs) femenina. Or or like, uh, I always make fun of my husband because he says escobiar. What is that? Oh, to to sweep. sweep. He says escobiar. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's terrible. Well, at least he has to say mapiar. Mapiar, yeah. Uh Mm -hmm. I'm being bougie, but I'm always like, Trapear. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> That's how my yeah. Friends say. But yeah. see, every time I think Mopiar. of trapear, I just think of like trapping, like yeah. like the trap music. That's what yeah. I think of. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I, I want to trapear too. Hey. <laughs> Wait, bad, Wait, bad bunny in my, the background. Can y'all hear my slurping with this? Now you're good. Can I have another one? Yeah. If you want some ASMR, I'm going to. I love ASMR. I love watching people do everyday tasks. Like, Putting on makeup, with doing the dishes, clicking their mm. nails. I'm that weirdo. That's I'm like the weirdo that likes to hear them eat. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, no. So, no. But you no, know what? No. It's only on a mic. No. no. If we're in a restaurant, I, I would just want to throw someone, some hands on my husband when he chews. <gasps> no, no, no. See, that's where, I'm, that's where, I'm, that's where <laughs> it's different. If I'm around people and oh, I can hear okay. them. Chew? Hear them chewing or eating. Right, it's, you don't like it. It sounds annoying. Oh, yeah. Like I want to slap you across your face. Right, exactly. Right? Yeah. Same. But if they're <laughs> literally in the video on YouTube and mm. this ASMR video and they're eating, I don't like know why. Like the mukbang. The mukbang. Yes. Yeah. I don't know why I enjoy those yeah. so much. I like Dude. watching them as long as they're not slurping. Like, oh, I like I that. I don't want to watch mm. it. I don't want to watch people eat. Like, mm. if my husband it chews makes me gum hungry. around me, I'm like, listen. <laughs> It, first of all, everything makes me hungry, so <laughs> I don't need to be watching my thing. 
it gives me ideas for dinner. I'm like, ooh, I can really use that seafood boil. <laughs> Girl. Oh, God. The thing, I could eat anything and everything at all times. I'm always hungry, so I don't need any more ammo. But, like, when right. my husband is chewing gum, it's, I get, it's, I have to, like, practice my man, my mantras that my therapist gave me. Right. She was like, you're dressed in beige by the beach, and you're calm and kind. And mm. I'm, like, in the corner, like, I'm calm and kind. I'm calm and kind. <laughs> I love this man. I'm calm and kind. Right. Every time I get mad, I just fidget with my ring. I'm like, but do I need this though? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I'm so hot tempered, and I don't oh, want to fall into the stereotype of like a spicy Latina. But damn. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't wrong on that. Oh one. my god. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you're like, well, you didn't go wrong on that one. I know. For sure. We all got that it's in like, us. It's sad. Yeah. But you, you know, it's the it. truth. It's, it's yeah. just engraved in, yeah. in our yeah. blood. My I, husband mm-hmm. is so sweet and so kind. And sometimes I'm like, oh my God, I'm so mean to him. But like, oh, see, I'm scared <laughs> of that man because she, she's all cool and collected. And I'm like, she's going to like, she's going to kill me one of these days. I'm going to text mm. her for the same password that I've already texted her 20 more times previously and she's mm-hmm. gonna drive to my house <laughs> and strangle me i'm scared i was like where do you download a password app because <laughs> you can keep all your passwords in because there because i need a password with a password app and who has a and, then and you're, she's and like then she's like you. per my last email <laughs> yeah. kimber she'll snap at you and then she'll apologize no she doesn't apologize no i don't apologize she's <laughs> not like people think like oh kim's the aggressive one i'm like girl Miriam just beat me on the way here. <laughs> like you can't see these bruises because of this blazer, yeah. girl. Yeah, girl. Thank God for this. These blazers are long sleeves for a reason. <laughs> and I want to hear the names of your blazers. What oh, do you yeah. currently have? Okay, Miriam, you, you tell us your favorites. Ooh, my favorites. You can give them a little description. And, and then, then you tell us what y'all are wearing. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so my favorite, which is surprising, but I, I find this one that I wear the most at work. Okay. Which I didn't think I would. Okay. Is the Hunter. Really? Well, you yes. look beautiful in it. Let me tell you. I mean, gorgeous. So the Hunter is our brown blazer on the outside, brown plaid. Mm-hmm. And then it's got this green lining inside. Mm-hmm. Hunter but green. I always thought of like nice. the faux pas, like never wear black with brown. Mm-hmm. I always thought right. it was a I, thing. I, I don't for that I do. reason. Yeah. I always thought it was just like a bad mix up. No, no, this blazer looks amazing. With oh, black. wait, I'm not. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> like, this blazer goes well with everything. Like, mm-hmm. black and And it's perfect for the fall. Blue, oh, yes. Is, was that a question? I'm just saying. Oh, no, it I'm, is. I'm saying it's perfect for the fall. Yeah, it's perfect for the fall. Right. <laughs> yeah. I actually just sold it to, I went to Vegas this weekend for my grandma's 80th Party birthday. Girl. <laughs> no, I went to sleep at 1030 every Did night. You? Oh, God, I can't stand That's you. That's me in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> no, what the fuck? I'm we're the one that, the clubs were closed. <laughs> no, I was like, let's go, let's go, let's go. I'm, that's right? who I am. And then I'm like, my tent. Like the minute you say yes, I'm like, I was just kidding, man. Like, <laughs> I was just saying you say yes, right? But the hunter, like, I brought it, and all of my aunts looked amazing in it, and they were all wearing like blue and red and black and yellow, yeah. and I'm like, it goes. I love this. It one. goes with everything. Yeah, it goes with everything. So that one's my favorite, the hunter. And then I also love the Miss President, <gasps> so powerful. which is the that white one is blazer. The white blazer mm-hmm. is beautiful. I love those too. Yeah, that one has beautiful lining. It's a pink marble lining, and it's custom for that mm. blazer, so you won't find that lining anywhere mm. else. And we honestly designed it because there's a political person, we won't say who, <laughs> who we are obsessed with, and we really just wanted to design something that she inspired. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the Miss President was 
designed to inspire you to be like entirely just in your in your face bold right you're just you're the one that everyone's like what does she take this morning or who is she right you know that that head turner like it's a head turner but it's white so like the head turner is yourself exactly of course it doesn't take away from you that's such a good point it doesn't take away from you but you walk in and people notice you mm-hmm. they don't notice the white blazer but you you just stand you out. carry the right. confidence exactly mm-hmm. yes and it's so beautiful on the inside that mm-hmm. you just i don't know like when you step into something like that you you want to walk in somewhere and be like um listen to your now i'm your boss now like <laughs> right. i am the captain like of the listen, ship. <laughs> listen i want to wear that blazer just to my kids guess what yeah the fucking president's here <laughs> just because you know like yeah <laughs> right exactly i know I'll bring like, chancla. i know my grandma used to say mm-hmm. mastica y trague mastica y trague because i was such a slow eater and i hated soups and we mm. lived in the jungle and she would she would literally at 3 p.m because you know how hispanics are like mm-hmm. we're late to everything and and lunch would be at 3 p.m which mm. i i do to this day i still have lunch in the middle of the day and she would serve us in 105 degree humid weather the most piping hot soup. <laughs> and she'd be like, mastiki trage, mastiki trage, which translates into chew and swallow. And, yeah. I'm like, and I would fall asleep on the soup, like third degree burn and all. <laughs> <laughs> I hated it. Oh. I think I've carried that tradition to my, my own soup kids. Now. Yeah, but today I said it to my daughter. She was like trying to fight me on food and I was like, mastiki trage. Right, and they don't care. She's so savage. Oh, she mine must. is the pickiest eater really? that has ever existed right now. It's a current. <laughs> battle oh. as an Every hispanic day. person that got threatened with violence for not eating right having a picky eater is oh th- a karma that i don't deserve no <laughs> you know? i i deserve it uh, i yeah you do i've laid party girl. I've, <laughs> I've laid my bed <laughs> you know yeah. don't get here my clink and truly can oh, right <laughs> y'all don't judge <laughs> no, oh my god i should have i should have done the the opening of the truly next to the mic so right the asmr the oh you weirdos can get into this <laughs> <laughs> Our number one trending episode. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh. No, I'm gonna talk like this for the rest of the episode. Hey. <laughs> you can do like that sexy like phone operator like she's type gonna of go, she's voice. She's gonna leave here she and go it. order a mic on yeah. Amazon. Oh, it's already been ordered. <laughs> that little mic. The I little am. mic. That I you, want the little I want mic. Have you seen that? Yes. I've seen um I've seen the gold mic that Casey Musgraves carries carries around. I haven't seen that. Mm-mm. You know what's funny? My daughter also sees a mic and loses her mind oh i see where she gets it from it's her dad <laughs> <laughs> so what oh about you what's your what's your favorite blazers um okay so my favorite blazers ooh, the blue velvet so is that the name of it blue that's velvet? The, yeah okay. blue, it's gorgeous and i'll tell you this i don't know why we named that because one time we were at like urban outfitters in austin and it was i was in college and I saw a blue, it was a blue velvet. And you know Lana, Lana Del Rey's song, Blue Velvet? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I love her. That was when this was happening. That song had come out, and I saw a blue velvet dress in the rack. And I went into the fitting room with my best friend Cassie, and I tried it on, and I looked like a blue whale. Like it was <laughs> oh not. Oh my God. It was, I ripped it. I ripped no. it. It was. And it was my, quote unquote, my size. Mm. Let me look like a clown out here. But, but it's Urban Outfitters. Yeah, oh, I should have known. That I should have known. should have been your first. Yeah, it was like, this is, a, this is a large. I was like, oh, perfect. Like, oh my God, this is my lucky day. Mm. <laughs> and I tried it on and it was an extra Psych. small. Yeah, yeah. They laughed. And so 
that must have been in my brain somehow because when I saw this material, I was like, it's pay that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make something that fits me. Right. And so that blazer is one of my favorites. It has a pink snake print lining. Ooh, Beautiful. Yes. Girl. Get into it. And mm-hmm. it has a little belt that I wear on my skinny days, but not on my normal days. But sometimes I wear it like, tight on my, like, behind me because it actually cinches me in the back. And it's mm. so cute. But I love it so much. And then it has the blue velvet pants that go with it. So you mm-hmm. can have a nice. full set. Get yeah. into this full look. So that one's one of my favorites. Um, I also love the LBB, which is another velvet moment. It's a black velvet. And it has the most luxurious gold Ugh. lining. It'll have you. like a millionaire. Oh, God. I feel like. So when I designed it. Just it just screams money. It yeah. does. <laughs> it does. Well, it really does. When I designed it, I was like, Miriam, this is like a Hugh Hefner moment. But I don't want to say that that's tacky. You know? I don't want to, you know. I just. This is like. But this is like a very Hugh Hefner moment. And everybody that bought it was like, this is so Hugh Hefner. And I was like, why did oh. I just go after that? But it's <laughs> it's very sexy. It's very luxurious. What was the name? It's called the LBB, Little, Little Black, Black Blazer. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's so cute. And then I actually wear our everyday black a lot. Because it I'm wearing the everyday blue. Baby blue, mm-hmm. that's right. Mm-hmm. I love the lining I on know, that. I know, I love the that's lining. That's beautiful, the floral lining. Yeah, all the, the pockets are oh, amazing. Yeah. So we have four with this floral lining. Mm-hmm. And the one you're wearing, mm, Kim? I'm taking a sip of my truly. <laughs> Excuse <Sorry>. me. <laughs> The one I'm wearing Ooh, is a matte plaid. Pink. Yes. It's so beautiful. I love it. It's actually a green, but you can't really, like, unless, it, unless it's in the sun, you can't see the green. And the reason being It is, looks blue. Yeah. Because yeah. I love green, but every time I try to wear green, I'm like, oh, St. Patrick's, huh? Like, I just feel uh, kind of clownish. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to make, Yeah. So right. I wanted to make this as, like, dark as possible. Mm-hmm. And we put the pink lining on the inside to just give you that femininity. Of course. Yeah. I love that when you roll your sleeves, it's that pop. Like you you were not expecting Mm -hmm. the inside to roll open. And if ever you're like, you know what? It's too much today. I'm already wearing pink, you know, Ah, pants. You roll it down and then you have just. But you have that hint of the liner when you Mm -hmm. unroll it that I love. Mine has like a stain on it from Sophia right now. (laughs) Don't look at it. Oh, half of my clothes are stained. And I love that it's not like um, for a season. Oh, no. You know, like they have blazers (laughs) that you can only wear in fall or you can only wear in the summer. And like these are just year round ones that you can wear. I wore the blue velvet a lot this summer. I mean, I was sweating. But I wore it. And I you wore look it with, cute. I look cute. <laughs> you look cute. I wore it with white jeans and white shorts. Oh. And it was Ooh, just like a, short. a I'm moment. loving that, that that's come into like more of a, a very versatile look with mm-hmm. blazers. Because now I see like with skirts, with shorts, with jeans, mm-hmm. with like the midi skirts, mm-hmm. with the long flowy skirts. I love the, the biker shorts. Even so with the biker shorts. I'm scared to do it though, but I really you should want do biker it. shorts. Oh, you, sh- you would I, look good. You have great legs. Yeah, but I have no hips. And I feel like but you, you need, accentuate you need it with the cinch of like no, that the belt for me. But yeah, mm-hmm. I know my body, and I am so proud of my body. But it is literally an upside down Dorito chip. I'm trying to like. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is an upside down warped what is Dorito it, the, chip. The, the, what do they have like uh, the pear shaped? I think. I wish I was pear shaped. I feel like Maybe I'm over the here M&M. is a Coca-Cola bottle. <laughs> M&M. 
Huh? I'm an M&M shoe. The shape. green one is the, the green M&M shoe. She's got Radical a round though. body. Stop. And she's no. got skinny arms and skinny legs. That's oh, my me. God. <laughs> why? But why? Like, honestly, but though, like, but you why? make it work with your outfit, though. Like, no, I you, love it. Yeah, oh, I love you. your outfit. You look yummy. Sure. Hey. <laughs> I, I make it. my body work, too. Like, I know that I have, you know, you know what strong you can Like, you know what you can accentuate with your clothes and all that. Because, like, being, like hyper vigilant of like my body changing like we recently had an episode about where someone commented on my fucking way you know oh my i wanted God. to punch her in the Who face said that? Oh, i don't names. even want to freaking <laughs> like name names. i love in person girl let's get into in this. person oh. in person so i had it was a family member woman i had and they're Hispanic, and I know it because I have a fucking reunion I've ever been to. Bitch. I need to, but you're gain, you gain weight. Yeah, and I'm like, uh, no, but can you hello. say hi first? Hello. Yeah. Like I haven't seen you in months. Like first I've been great. I have like, my own fucking podcast. So right. how are you? Like how are you? But mm-hmm. yeah, the first thing, Gedijo, when I got off the call, I I called it too before. I'm like, I don't even want to get off, but my daughter's like, Mommy, can you help me? You know, with her stuff. I was like, Okay. <laughs> and I said it in my head. I was like, The first thing that she's gonna say is about my weight mm-hmm. i'm well aware that i've gained weight i've but had it's so a crazy because like I, I, i've never seen me before and i w- i wouldn't be like oh damn like <laughs> she's thick yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i mean you are but she cute. is thick though like well, look I, at you like the the thing is like i'm well aware i've gained weight i'm right. not like we, a 15 oh, no. or yeah. even a 25 year old anymore i'm almost 30 are like, you really yes girl well, who am i oh my god i'm i'm, <laughs> I'm 30 just turned 30 oh <laughs> See, and, Edit that and out. It's just <laughs> I'm 33. Y'all have babies. It's just a, <laughs> in the third. I'm I'm ready for my 30s club, but I was just like, so I got off and I called it in my head. I was just gonna mention my weight because mm-hmm. I'm well aware of it. Yeah. First of all, this quarantine ain't helping nobody. Where no. I'm just we all got skinny and then we gained that weight back. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It happens. Oh, yeah. I look at my my after I I had my son, I dropped the weight quickly because really? i was like breastfeeding like crazy that's a myth it, it's different for everybody right oh, okay because i gained weight no and see <laughs> with my daughter it was i gained weight with yeah. my son i lost it i was like well under my pre-body like really? weight with my son maybe i should have a second girl <laughs> for real <laughs> I'm kidding. no tubes are tight um okay. but <laughs> i was like what what <laughs> no but i'm like okay this i so anyways, I get off the car and I'm just like keeping my head down like here. I'm not walking all the way up the mm-hmm. stairs like good luck with you, girl. And the first thing she, she comes out like right away. She's like, hola. She's like, como que engordaste, verdad? Like, Ay, and they translate like you gained weight, right? Or you yeah. got fatter, right? And I was just like. I would have been like, you too. No, Bye. I was, I, was like, I was like, I know, right? I was like, I got no? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I know, right? Finally, I'm gaining some weight. I told her and uh, someone else comes out and they're like, girl, don't worry, me too. And I was like, just talk to your mom about that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just the, the fact of people commenting. like it, Our it, culture is like that, though. We have terrible. no boundaries or filters. And and now I've set boundaries. Good. I've set boundaries for other family members that before they even start, like, I'm well aware of, my, even to How my do own you mother. Do it? What do you do? You, what do you say? I'm like, like taking notes. No, <laughs> for my own, for, even for my own mother, like when I told her what happened. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, your sister mentioned that. Because I went on my Instagram and I went on a rant. No. <laughs> yeah, I did. <gasps> and um, she's like, your sister told me that someone commented on your weight. 
And I was like, yeah, just like everyone feels like they have to say something about your weight. And that somehow is like, somehow that's like the conversation starter Mm -hmm. for everybody to just like, that's a segue into like, hey, how are you? No. But I don't know why like our culture like, is so comfortable with this. It's I don't, so weird. I agree. And that's why, and I told my mom, I was like, and she's like, what, like, why did it bother you so much? I was like, because no one should comment on anybody's weight just because yeah. you know me. Like, even what? if it's like, even if it's like a, a weight loss, I remember when in college I was yeah. super skinny and people would be like, oh, Kim, you're so skinny. Like that would feed into my like warped eating habits. and how you you saw yeah. yourself because right. i'd be like it oh like they said i was skinny that. and i've got to keep the skinny jig up which means i can't have mm-hmm. this three pounds of french fries yeah you know because it's then because you're not gonna be you know skinny when they, they they compliment you on losing weight and yeah they congratulate you like it's a success like right and you have all, to keep up with that yeah you know and because skinny is valuable mm-hmm. yeah and, and more, it's been created by society as being skinny and so like i mean you can't tell me that I ha- that I've gained weight. Like yeah. I know my clothes tell me. Like, yeah. You like, don't have to but, tell me like, shit. Uh, but yeah, it doesn't weight, value but your worth. On your, your weight no. doesn't. Maybe you're maybe yes you're at your heaviest, but that it is insignificant because it doesn't define. Like, it, it doesn't define the fact that you are like what your other successes in life. Right. Exactly. It, it, it is just so unimportant. Right. It's so mm-hmm. un- and it's taking me years to finally come to terms with the fact that it's so unimportant. And right. I'm the, and I'm the only out of one the, all, all the other that things cares that cares so much mm-hmm. about it. Right. Out of all the other things that as women, we are, um, all the hats we wear, all the, all the things we're actually mm-hmm. accomplishing and succeeding should be the main focuses on yeah. what you want to comment, pl- comment me or like on. compliment me on or whatever it may be. Like start off with like, hey, congrats. Like, yeah, you, you look happy. I heard your podcast. Yeah. It was I, amazing. Right, exactly. I'm like, you know, you have beautiful children or you you look like whatever. Yeah. Like you your look like nice. you, you are. Your makeup really nice. Exactly. I mean, yeah. like there's so many other ways that you can compliment women mm-hmm. that are not about their physical features. Yeah, yeah, exactly. With like, without having that nasty like. I had a I had a customer uh. once in Houston because Houston <laughs> Houston can eat, dude. Houston has the best food. It really mm. is the best food. That was the one thing in Houston that I was like, damn, like should I go? Because it was delicious. And my husband and I mine were, is San Antonio, but go ahead. Oh no, uh uh-uh. uh, <laughs> no, 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 because let me tell you about the Vietnamese and the Thai and the Chinese. I just like the, I just love the cultural fusion. Yes, it is like. It, you can be, you can eat the best of the best in mm-hmm. Houston, and so my husband and I did. And I, I remember I sold a car to a customer when I first started in Houston, mm-hmm. and I was eating beans and rice because I had no money. And then I sold him a car two years later, and he was Cuban, and he was like, "Pero como que tengo date, no?" And I was oh, like, "Oh God, declined." <laughs> <laughs> it's been declined. Sorry, your loan is not going through, yeah. here, sir. Your car was sold. I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> but no, I, I sold him a car, that. but I was like, yeah, no, I gained some weight. <clears throat> so, so mm-hmm. aside from that, yeah. what people else? still up in my DM. So mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still cute. cute. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I feel cute. And, and um, you look cute. Thank you. <laughs> and see, I go through my moment. Like yesterday, I was having a mental breakdown and like oh, I no. cried all day. And, what? And I felt it and I went through it and um, I heal it. That, that's That's been kind of like my mantra. I was like. If I'm going through something, I'm just going to feel it and yeah. I'm just going to cry in my car for a little bit and mm-hmm. then 
re- recognize my triggers. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know, I, I we've we've talked about like me going through postpartum depression, and Oof. I've suffered from you know. Um, anxiety and depression probably like since I was 16 years old wow. so as I'm getting older I've learned to feel those moments and just go through them and then recognize my triggers mm-hmm. of them all and then I just have a moment where I'm just crying in my car and my husband minds his business just because he knows that Good. like if I come in here and say something that she needs to get over it that mm-hmm. we fighting you know yeah and so he's given me that space because I've I've allowed myself to grow through those feelings so then today I was like all right not today saying I'm gonna look cute or whatever yeah. <laughs> dude honestly getting ready helps you so much like yeah <clears throat> people during the quarantine were like oh we don't need blazers and I was like well I still do right because if I don't get ready, like, I, of course, I don't get ready every day. No, yeah. I get oh, ready. Mom like, life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I get ready usually two to three times a week. And those are the days I feel my absolute best. Even if I do nothing regarding, you know, money making or power woman, like, I feel so good because right. I have taken care of myself. I look in the mirror and I feel me. I feel you myself. You feel put mm-hmm. together. Yeah. You feel like some sense of, like, normalcy and, exactly. like, the chaos of, like, mm-hmm. what is life now. Yeah. yeah. Like, when I first had Sophia I I don't know why I say first like I don't know if there's like multiple times that I've had Sophia (laughs) (laughs) in my mind (laughs) I birthed her a lot but when I had her I was wrecked like I had postpartum and I did I had so much trouble recognizing that because I was like I'm not a dep- I'm not a sad person. Like I'm the life of the party. Because our culture also doesn't allow yeah, us yeah. to be okay with feeling sad, especially after having a baby. Mm-hmm. That's you're supposed to be at your highest point. Dude, you're supposed to so be annoying. in like complete euphoria of having a baby that you, know you mad? Like, waited for well, so long. What yeah. made me mad was like every mom was like, "You're gonna, it's gonna be so amazing. You're gonna feel so good. It's it's a blessing. Like it's it's like magical." Mm. And so I was literally t-boned with yeah. with postpartum you really I was expecting are magic i was expecting fireworks yeah and i felt like shit like i was yeah. i i remember i would cry holding sophia because i didn't Same. feel anything yeah i was like i don't recognize you as an entity or i, I just didn't recognize like your her. own yeah I was right like, it was i might as well have been holding a loaf of bread right mm. i felt so empty yeah and no so i have i have I feel you 100%. Yeah. So do not feel alone. <laughs> yeah, I was so I was, I was so shocked because I was like, how can I feel so I- indifferent to this life that right. I, that was inside me and that mm-hmm. we're all rejoicing over? Right. And I remember I, one night I was crying. I was holding her and just crying my eyes out because mm-hmm. I was like, I don't feel anything. I don't feel anything. And I, I was like, I'm a bad mom. Oh, God. I'm a bad wife. I'm a bad person. This beautiful being is healthy and perfect and gorgeous mm-hmm. and i'm here numb right you know and it took me i read out at 3 a.m you know the breastfeedings mm. i would google when when does it when does this end like Ooh. when this uh yeah this because i was like what do i google what do i what right. is this and i remember i found one page that said it'll last about 14 days after 14 days you'll be fine and so I marked that shit. I was like, 12, 13, 14. Right. <laughs> Counting down. Yeah. And I felt a little better after 14, and it gave me hope to just kind of keep going. Right. Because it And it if it's not on this 14 days, then maybe yeah. then 14, 14 more days. days. Yeah. And it wasn't like, it was hard to explain because I wasn't, I don't want to say suicidal, but I was like, 
I didn't want to actively kill myself. I just wanted to disappear. I wanted right. to never exist. Because right. I didn't want to hurt her, and I didn't want to hurt my husband or my family by not... Or your, like, you or just, myself. Yeah, like, exactly. I, just, I didn't want to hurt anybody by doing anything. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to just so be so non-existent that right. I was insignificant, and I could just kind of fade away. Right. You just kind of mm-hmm. like feel like you just want to swallow yourself into this little yes. hole. Oh my God. I feel you 110%. Yeah. And it wasn't until that moment. And, um, we talked about it in our, uh, let's talk about mental health episode where I just like wanted, when I said like, she doesn't deserve me as a mom where I recognize mm-hmm. like that, you know, like she should be with someone else. Like I, I can't be her mom is when I was like, no like I pulled back and I was like no way that's just not something you say Mm -hmm. and it's not normal like Mm -hmm. let me recognize that this is not something that a mom should feel yeah and then like my next like uh doctor's appointment I was like yeah you know what like I need help because dude I was so mad about my doctor's appointment I I checked all the boxes I was like yeah I'm sad (laughs) I'm sad as hell you know and I was like I don't feel my like myself yeah I'm feeling you know really depressed and I I go in there and they're like yeah you should talk to a therapist Wow, and, and really? which which you know everybody that's been through any mental issues, the steps from recognizing that you need a therapist, calling a therapist, getting the appointment, going to a therapist that it's not like overnight. Oh my yeah. god, no, it takes like steps to get there. No, yeah. like I need you to talk to me right now in this moment in this right. time that I have taken from my very busy, anxious, ridden day mm-hmm. to talk to me about my my depression. Right, because if I have to leave this room and then find someone within my insurance and then call that mm. someone and then f- schedule an appointment, an appointment. and, and then mm-hmm. find a way to make it to that appointment without my daughter, which means finding a babysitting service, mm-hmm. then you've already made it too hard for me to do. And, and now you and the therapist and are you not, exactly. not, good, not, not good for each other. Yeah, that's a relationship that's in its own that exactly. you have to, you know, that you have to, uh, uh, you know, maintain in yeah. that relationship mm-hmm. with their therapist. Because if you can't trust them, then you're not going to even open up to them. Right. And, and I was so bummed because, so like, uh, this woman, I was like, you've already seen my hoo-ha. Like, let's talk. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you like, know? Uh, you're a doctor in some way or form that you can kind of, like, see that. And I especially as okay. a gynecologist. I'm sure they see it all the time. So why right. wouldn't she want to do that anyway? You I know? Mean, like, they, I mean, I understand they're not licensed to. And, and you know, there's so many, there's so many legal loopholes that are right. so annoying. They can't just tell yeah. you. But as a mom who schedule, and, and it's funny because as a mom, like, it's not like we have so many things scheduled throughout the day to mm-hmm. do. But the baby is the schedule. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Exactly. Like, I remember I left I left one of our doctor's appointments, appointments and I was in the bath and I was in the bathroom. I was in the car and called my dad, my dad, oh my God, I can't talk. My husband mm-hmm. bawling, crying while she's in the background, hysterically screaming because she's hungry and I was breastfeeding Yeah, and I was losing it. And he yeah. was like, you have to pull over, you have to pull over. And I pulled over and I breastfed her, but it was, it was so exhausting and, mm-hmm. and depleting. And I was just, and that was one doctor's appointment. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's, and I, I was miserable. I was like, I can't leave the house anymore. And to this day, like right. if I leave the house, I'm usually, I usually have a crew with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, I need, someone's going to have to carry me to this car now. <laughs> I'm having a moment right yeah. now. Uh-huh. But no, it just, it just goes to show a little bit of, of the things that women do go through. And it, it's not generally just moms. It's just mm-hmm. women in general. These are things that affects all women and anxiety, depression, you know, and it, it's it's good to talk about the situations because we always kind of like 
advocate for the fact that you're not alone Mm -hmm. letting people know that even if you're a powerhouse and you're creating a brand and Mm -hmm. you're providing women with these essential like clothings that makes them feel a certain way like you've also gone through those motions of like what can we create that will make them feel less stressed or less anxiety ridden or something off their plate right exactly and I think for you guys I think that the question is what's your your advice for anyone that has you know in mind of opening up like their own clothing brand or Mm -hmm. something with a niche that's gonna help other women or just in general people Mm -hmm. yeah I mean we always tell people like you're never gonna feel 100% ready yeah and Mm -hmm. so if you don't know something, then ask questions and like Google is your best friend. Like mm-hmm. we still mm-hmm. don't know a lot of things. Same. Our we third <laughs> business partner. Yeah, like we didn't go to fashion school. Mm-hmm. We don't know how to sew. Like uh-huh. I literally just learned how to sew a button the other day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that <laughs> fell out. Uh, so mm-hmm. yeah, I mean we we don't make the blazers, but we're you know we're resourceful. We ask questions. Yeah. We you know find the answer um you know if you want to do something if you have a nine to five and that's your side hustle like if that's something that you really want to do like Mm -hmm. you'll figure out a way to do it but you just have to one step at a time one step Mm -hmm. at a time like don't think five year ten year gold like think what am i gonna do this week week. what am i gonna do tomorrow Uh Mm -hmm. that's really good advice that is very good even as like even today like i think of i i get caught in you know what am i gonna do for power woman to get it to the where we want it to be and I get overwhelmed but mm-hmm. it's like it's literally brick by brick day by day oh I'm the same way I'm mm-hmm. like I was like Mel I was like let's see this is this and this and she's like all right but she like pumps the brakes she's like skirt like, like let's <laughs> just show up today you know yeah, yeah exactly and that's so, so important for me like what was instrumental and I'm the same way with anything in life like I just have to jump mm-hmm. which is sometimes some people take that as like, well, is that fiscally responsible? I mean, don't jump into a bed of rocks. You right. Know? Jump into a sea of water. Mm-hmm. But you have to just jump. So yeah. that's how I learned anything in life. I just got in, got my feet wet, and learned as I went. Mm-hmm. And so because either you're gonna sink or swim. Exactly. And for me, it's always been like, what's the worst that could happen? I could die. If that if that can't happen, then I'm gonna back away. Mm-hmm. But if if the result of this isn't death, I'm just going to try it. I'm just going to go for it. You don't know what you're good at until you try it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so for this, I was like, for me, Powerman, I, I didn't fear failure. I, fe- I feared us being so overwhelmed that we couldn't keep up with Powerman. Mm. That was my fear. Cause but I was that's like, a good fear. Yeah. Because yeah. I, mm-hmm. I was like, this is, is so, this is so amazing. And I believe in it so much. And I know Miriam and I can just bring so much life into it that I was like, wow, this is going to be unstoppable. And that was my fear, that I, was, I wasn't going to be able to provide it with the attention that it needed. Mm-hmm. But m- honestly, if you're, ha- if you're thinking about starting a business, I like to start with something that makes it so that I can't back out. Mm. So we filed for an LLC. Mm-hmm. First things first, filed for an LLC. Yeah. And, you know, and start talking about, you know, obviously – have your ducks in a row before you start talking about it. But mm-hmm. once you have your ducks in a row, or you know, three of them in a row, <laughs> tell people. Like when I was introducing my, pa- my myself, mm-hmm. I would say, I have my own company. It's Power Woman, mm-hmm. you know, because then you can't back out. Then you mm-hmm. can't. Then because you're kind of like putting it out there. You're exactly. manifesting yeah. that that when you introduce mm-hmm. yourself exactly. and your name of your company. You already have people in mind, like, oh, 
I talk to someone that. And it's mm-hmm. like ki- them keeping you accountable because you're like, oh, don't you own what Power Women? Power yeah. yeah, like a year yeah. later, what's up with Power Women? I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, well, we were on an amazing podcast today. That's so. something mm-hmm. that like I <laughs> struggled with a lot in the beginning is like mm-hmm. talking about it. I feel like I wasn't confident in that versus like Kim was like really confident in it. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's because she like, she, you know, she quit her, her job for this and I still felt like, oh, well, I have power women, but this is my other job. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like I you tried had like a like a yeah. s- something you could fall back on. Exactly. Yeah. And now I'm like, no. Like, and even now when I talk to people about it, they're like, oh wow, you're like more confident in this. Like, you really believe in this now. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> right. But I, it, it took me a long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think the best advice we ever got, because um, we we say this the time and time again. Uh, we have like a our business partner and. We always when we do talk to him, he's like, I rather have five failed businesses mm-hmm. and learn from those five five failed businesses than not having done those businesses and learned from them. Exactly. He's like, so mm-hmm. I take my failures as lessons to put forth on mm-hmm. anything else I I want to go forward to because. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't know where this podcast is going. In the meantime, we have we're having fun with it. We yeah. get to meet new people. Mm-hmm. We get to create new um, relationships, and and we love what we do. It's really just a passion project. But if this goes anywhere, we just hope it's it's with the hopes of it to continue creating mm-hmm. what we like to do. It is relationships and yeah. kind of opening mm-hmm. that platform for anybody and and anyone yeah. who wants to come onto it. So anything that you do to help other people, it's going to come back to 100%. you in, in yeah. tenfold. And you've got to come in. Go ahead. I was going to say that you make like a really good point of like relationships. That's like one of the many blessings of starting mm-hmm. this business that I didn't realize we were going to have. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like all the people that you meet, all the connections that you meet, mm-hmm. like all the friends that you get. Like we have people that come to our booth and are like, oh my gosh, we've been waiting for y'all to have an event to come meet y'all. Mm-hmm. And we're like, yeah. What? It's right. Cool. It's so foreign. Yeah. It's like we want to meet y'all so badly. Yeah. So right. when it's, y'all it's come in, it's overwhelming sometimes because you're like, I'm just little me. Like, yeah. Right. yeah like I, I work at a car dealership. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, I just speak on a mic and, uh, you know, that's mm-hmm. it. That's about it. But it's y'all like, catch you know, me looking like someone's auntie mind your business. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. see me at Target <laughs> in my pajamas. Don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. <laughs> you didn't exactly. see me out there. Last time, I was, I think it was yesterday, I was delivering packages or delivering like Power One packages. And I had, it could have been poop, like on my sweatshirt. It was like <laughs> two brown spots, and it was so it was so bad. It could have. And been I poop. had socks mm-hmm. and bur- and fake Birkenstocks mm. on from right. I don't know what year. They're ripped up and black sweatpants. Mm. And my hair wasn't done. I don't think I had to brush my teeth. Mm. And if you ever see me out like this, don't you dare, <laughs> don't you dare say hi to me. This is Keep not walking. who I want you to meet. <laughs> Dude, that's me too. I was telling yeah. her, I'm like, man, I haven't showered in three days, but I had to go to Target and buy body yeah. wash. So <laughs> that's why I haven't showered. There's a whole backstory. Yeah. So why. if y'all see me at Target and I haven't showered in three days, don't say don't nothing. Say I ran out of you body wash. That, that's why I'm yeah. here. I feel like exactly. my husband like starts saying like, oh, wow. I smell bad. Like trying to like be like, yeah. girl, you Just smell bad. You should shower. really shower. Right. Because like we're not judging, but you might. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. It <laughs> a shower is self-care. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's like I get in the shower and it's like, oh, I need an hour and a half. Same. So mm-hmm. Step away. You know, yeah. Same. it's like a self-care moment. But there was one thing I wanted to add to our business discussion. So I remember when I quit my job, one of the reasons why Power Woman even sprouted 
mm-hmm. was because I had quit learning. Mm-hmm. And th- I wrote during the interviews for my company, or for the company I used to work for, um, they asked me, what is, your most, what is the most important thing to you? Mm-hmm. What do you care about the most? And I'm like, I care about learning. The mm-hmm. minute I stop learning, I feel like a, a shark that has stopped swimming. I die. Mm-hmm. I, if I ever feel stagnant, I have to make a change. I cannot continue with the feeling That's of, yeah, like where I have, if I am not every day or every week learning something new, and I remember I was feeling, I was getting to a point where I was feeling I could hear, I was like out of, out of body experience where I could, I could hear myself saying the words, mm. but it was so repetitive and I was like, I mean, I haven't learned something new in weeks. Mm-hmm. And I was begging and begging mm-hmm. for it, like, how about, how about I do this? How about I do that? I need this, I need that. And it, it, where I was, it wasn't an option. Mm-hmm. And so I created mm-hmm. that opportunity. I was like, if you are not going to create this space for me, I'm going to create right. it for myself. Yes, and the beauty of our one is that I am learning so much. Because mm-hmm. Miriam and I have no previous experience on building a business. We are literally Googling it up. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and I have to, you know, our Miriam and I are so serious about our money. Like yeah. We are so serious oh, about sure. it. We, we don't spend a, a dollar without Googling it and researching it and making sure it's the right amount. Mm-hmm. And so learning with that type of pressure on you is it's a blessing because I am forced and she is forced to really invest in this mm-hmm. education. And that's something that Miriam taught me. I mean, I she's cheap, but I'm cheaper. Mm. And so... She she's the one that's always like we have to invest in our education. We have so we, for example, she invested in um, what's it called master master class master class. Oh, nice. And we saw Sarah Blakely mm-hmm. uh, talking about Spanx, and she's like our idol. Mm-hmm. We are obsessed with her. Yeah, we love her. We love her. <laughs> and it was because of Miriam <laughs> because Miriam was like we need to learn and we need to grow and we need to invest in that mm-hmm. education that we invested in that in master class. Yeah, and the whole point of that was like learning from people that have done it. Yeah. Like learning mm-hmm. from yeah. the professionals. Mm-hmm. And also like something about like, you know, mental health and businesses. When you hear someone say that they have gone through what they're what you're going through and they are on the other side, automatically yeah. you're like, okay, I can do, I this. Can do this. There's mm-hmm. a glimmer yeah, of hope. A in glimmer that. of hope. Yeah. I remember I, I texted I, you know, I was twenty seven when I got pregnant, twenty eight when I gave birth. Um and very soon after turned 29, I didn't have a lot of moms around me. My, my yeah. friends were not ready to have kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was feeling all these things and I had no one to kind of be like, hey, Go to, is this normal? Like is, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I texted a, a, one of my friends who did have a baby and she had already moved away. And, and we weren't really like very close at all. Mm-hmm. But she was something that, like, someone that I respected and she you know, had had a baby about a year prior. Mm-hmm. And I texted her just a simple like, I feel like this is this normal, and she was like, "Girl, mm-hmm. yes, this, this, is this, and that." And I felt like right. this, and when you stop doing this, you'll feel like this. Mm-hmm. And that was the relief that I needed to know that I wasn't a bad mom, mm-hmm. or that you're not a bad business owner. Right? You are. This storm is part of the process. Right? Mm-hmm. Part of your journey. Mm-hmm. Lean into your struggle. Lean into your storm, and like learn i love that yeah yeah Yeah. it is it puts a pressure off of you of like Mm -hmm. okay i can breathe because i mean i'm coming from a a part of like healing 
you know, because I I spend so much time by myself. I live by myself. I during quarantine, like I mm-hmm. and I read a lot and mm-hmm. I try to research like why am I feeling like this. Mm-hmm. So when you read other people's stories and you know what they're going through and their journey of healing it's mm-hmm. like okay i feel the same way like mm-hmm. i can see the light at the end of the tunnel that exactly. we're gonna get yeah. over this and it's, everything's gonna be fine right. like you just gotta go through it so mm-hmm. and human beings are like we're, we're built off of community mm-hmm. we yeah. are people human beings have always found a way to 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 find each other right mm-hmm. and it's when we are isolated you mm-hmm. know quarantine kind of heightened that that yeah. we kind of are put at our most raw you know vulnerable vulnerable moments yeah. mm-hmm. right so whenever i meet like new moms or anybody who's like trying to get pregnant trying to get pregnant or gonna get pregnant mm-hmm. i am so honest about my story i'm like listen you might feel like shit <laughs> right no yeah, I, yeah. it's like mm-hmm. i'm gonna be i'm gonna be like really honest mm-hmm. with you like it, it's nothing's pretty yeah <laughs> like I met, I met with this um i met with this entrepreneur last night um Kenzie, <laughs> Kenzie, she, we're doing a collab with her, but she's an artist and I was talking to her about entrepreneurship and she was like, do you know how to do this? And I was like, after crying about it for 10 hours, yeah, I know how to do it now. Yeah, <laughs> like, right, right. But you know, <laughs> to like, be honest. Yeah, because yeah. you have the, the thing is, if you don't talk to anybody, you're expecting to be perfect. You're like, oh, well, I should know how to do this. And, and, right. and this person had $800,000 of uh, investor money and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And you're like, this is you know, I learned this on my own. Yeah, like, I, learned I had own. to teach you, myself you have how that to do pride. this. You, yeah. you can hold on to that pride 1, even more, saying that, yeah, like I struggled mm-hmm. a lot, but here I am. Like, yeah. You can do it too. And Just, I, yeah. you, you always have to bring it back to like the positive side of totally. things and not like I feel like we, we've had other podcasters reach out to us and be like, well, how did you do this or how do you do that? And I'm like, you know what? Like, this is how we did it. This is what we used. This is mm-hmm. how we got started. Like I'm gonna give you the tools, the tools and a roadmap, but you're still not gonna end up the same way. Mm-hmm. You're still totally. there's you're still gonna go a completely different path, even if I give you step by step on right. how mm-hmm. we it got here. Curiosity. And exactly. Yeah. Right. So you're just looking for di- you're, you're looking and in the midst of looking, you find different things. We mm-hmm. all have such different journeys. And yeah. that was the thing, like with Miriam and I, when we first started, we were so nervous. Like, what if other people make po- blazers with pockets? And I'm like. Our idea is so great, it is bound to happen. Right. But there's room for all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're That's you're right. not there's not greatness with someone trying to yeah. do the same. Like you've yeah. you've got there or like <laughs> I'm just gonna be a little petty. Someone gave us a one star on our podcast and I'm like, No ma'am. ma'am. Oh, these people are so gross. Like Let's how dare them. they give us a one star What's on our their name <laughs> podcast. No, it is it's anonymous. It is insane. Oh. But I'm like the person that's like but we have five out of and five. Like, Who well, cares? I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm the one. I'm like, well, your mom's a hoe. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just want to let me be petty real quick, and then yeah. I get over it. I'm like, you know what? The greatest of the greatest still have haters. Yeah. So yeah. I still not. I try not to like um, focus on the, the reviews or right, yeah, anything same. like that because then that will put me in a in a position where I don't want to do this anymore. Or right, where you're crafting right. your message after what those that one percent wants to hear and you're exactly. like well, well what about I, what about what i want to say yeah right because exactly. this when we started this this was about us yeah me. right right this wasn't about the reviews this wasn't mm-hmm. about what they were mm-hmm. going to think about mm-hmm. what my story was true this was about me and if you want to give me a one star cool i don't care yeah. Like, yeah. i'm still gonna i'm still gonna share yeah. what i want to share on here that's true that's beautiful that's yeah. it. Uh, 
for sure, but just let me have my petty. Yeah. <laughs> no, and then I get over it and I'm like, good. I told my husband and he's the first one. He's like, well, babe, haters, haters gonna hate. Like, Dude, my husband yeah. is the cattiest, oh. the cattiest alive. If I, I tell him it. someone has ever talked shit about me, he's mm. like, well, they should go do it. And he gets so, I'm not gonna say what he says because I'm like, damn, calm down. Right. Like, no, my <laughs> husband's the same way. He's like, well, sometimes he's like, well, that, that's, they're a bitch. Yeah. Like, he just like he just like tries to. He's like, I know you don't have your homegirls here to hype you up, but let me hype you up real quick. And no. he just like goes on this little tangent. And I'm like, thanks, babe. That's all I needed. But I recognize <laughs> that I don't need hyping. Like I don't need hyping. So I'm like, this is dangerous. Stop. 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 <laughs> me too. I don't. Know. I don't like need the hype. No, I don't need the I hype. Do. And I he do. gets like so riled up. And mm-hmm. I, and like he obviously doesn't come from a customer service background. I do with our, uh, our company, like uh-huh. where I used to work, and. So I complained to Jack, and he's like, like, especially when I used to sell cars, I would tell him all the things I would go through, and he's like, well, don't sell him a car then. And I'm like, <laughs> but, but I, I want to get paid. But I like so the money. <laughs> I just want to complain about it. Yeah. Just hear me out. I know. I'm a, I, yeah. I like to vent, but not because I'm upset. I right. just need to get, get it off out. my chest. Yeah. And so, like, the people that I'm closest to are my parents. I live five minutes away from them, so it's easy for me to go and, like, Mom, I need to just tell you yeah. something. And my mom is very feisty. She's very opinionated. No, and she'll, like, she'll just, she's just, like, <laughs> why the F yes. would they do this? And right. blah, blah, blah. Like, she'll go off. And I'm, like, Mom, I'm not, I'm not venting to you to, like, respond. <laughs> or like to find an I just answer. Yeah, right, I just need right. you to listen. Yeah, and she's, like, so well, what are you going to do? And I was like, I just need to vent. <laughs> I don't get upset. Like, I just, I, just, I don't I just get mad or upset or anything. Know. Like, I just am not that person anymore. If I tell my mom, like, someone has insulted me, she's, like, sharpening her knives in the corner. My mom, too. She's like, where do they live? Let's yeah. go. And oh I'm like, <laughs> mom, mom, like, let's not. Like, I have to censor what I tell her. Like, if I tell her someone has wronged me, it has to be like, oh, they looked at me wrong. Because mm. if I tell her the real thing, she's going to be like, okay, I will find them. Oh, my, <laughs> my parents, if they see yeah. an ex-boyfriend out in the street, oh she'll call me or text me, guess who I saw? I'm like, I don't care. Like, She's like, they? I saw so-and-so. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> He's not even cute anymore. Yeah. He, he was with the girl. Está gordo. Okay. Like, <laughs> everybody yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> like, they expect me to have a response to, like, right. react and be upset. And I'm yeah. like... Y'all get mad for me. Yeah. Like, I don't even need to be upset about that. But that kind of helps, though, because then you get to be you get to be the person you want to be, which is the one who calms them it down. Calms oh, them yeah. Down. yeah. You get to be the rational side. Because right. mm-hmm. like, Miriam texts me about, like, her work stuff, and if I were the one texting her, I'd be like, oh, girl, I almost popped mm, off on this mm, beat. Mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> but then she's the one that's like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. You know, but then she texts me, and mm. I'm like, I'm the one that's like, Miriam, listen. You're a you're a calm, beautiful woman. You're wearing beige on the you're beach. Wearing beige. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm wearing beige. I'm on the beach. And yeah, that's why you have to be careful with the things that woman. you tell certain people because oh, you're yeah. like they're gonna react way worse than what I'm totally. reacting to. Oh, that's totally. me all the time. And, and Mel's like, it's not even that bad. I'm like, but bitch, and she's like, it's not even that bad. No. I'm like, no. Someone, someone gave me the best marriage <laughs> advice ever. Someone, was, I don't know who it was, but they were like. Don't tell your parents every single one of your like marriage fights. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. because yeah. like no, your mom and your dad are not going to be able to erase that image. And like you call those people in like terms of like 
You mm, call them when you mm. most need them, which is like, oh, shit, like we had a fight. But if you call them each and every time, they're like, shit, are you always fighting? Like, right, they're, they're the right. Demon themselves. Oh, yeah. Then you're allowing them in your relationship. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's another, yeah. that's another yeah, slippery that. slope for uh-huh. sure. I learned that real oh, quick. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no. no, I mean, but, I, I won't lie. I've called my mom and been like, mama, he's an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, they all are. They all are. And she's like, come home. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like it's the opposite for me. Yeah. Like this weekend when we saw my grandma, she was like, Chris, mi nieto. And oh Chris my like, God. Mi abuelita. And oh. I'm like, what am I? Chocolate? No, he didn't. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm the such an angel. <laughs> but like, I feel like my mom, I feel like if I were to, if I were to say the things like Jack is so comfortable with my parents, mm-hmm. my husband, Jack, God bless him. He's so beautiful. But he is so comfortable with my parents. And, like, I mean, those are his parents in mm-hmm. his mind. And, like, he'll, he'll like, say this and that. And I'm like, oh, I'm scared. And then they're like, okay, Jack. <laughs> like, they'll, they'll, they'll listen like, to That's him. not the reaction I expected. I know. They'll listen to him rationally. And, like, if I were to say it, it'd be, like, an explosive yeah. reaction. Mm-hmm. But then he says it. And it's like, do you know what? <laughs> You're right. It's okay. But it's then okay. That's right. Chris comes <laughs> over and they're like, Jack, yeah. I know. Cause you Chris, know why? Chris is so handy. And my parents have told me this. Why? Because they're nicer to my significant other rather than me. Uh-huh. It's because they have to take care of me now. I know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they're that. like, they have to deal with you now. No, we you don't. don't. You know, no, you know what my dad always says? My dad's always like, he says, eres harina de otro costal, which mm-hmm. translates into you are a grain of flour from another bag of flour now, mm-hmm. which means... You are no longer their problem. You are, you are not longer my <laughs> yep. problem. Yep. You're someone yeah. else's problem. You are an angel. <laughs> yeah. like, thank you, like, because if we're mean to him, he doesn't want you, and then I you know. have to come yeah, back. Come we back. don't want you. I just realized that's what they were doing. That's wow. what they're saying because they're like, please don't bring her back. Please don't bring her back. Please yeah. don't bring her back. <laughs> I already gave her to you. Yeah. Yeah. There's no return receipt over here. My, yeah. my dad has a return policy. Mm. He, he has like a certain amount. Oh, okay. That's not bad. That's not bad. It's in the millions, though, so we'll never. Okay. He'll, we'll he'll never, never. We'll never reach that. <laughs> you could never. You could never, Jack. <laughs> he's like, well, Jesus. Like, he's like, he'll pay my baby to bed. I'm so, I'm such a bad bitch. Oh, my God. I love it. Jack. I love you. No, but, oh, my gosh. I don't want this to end. I know, this me neither. So much fun. But this is so much fun. Oh, um, no. I think we're, like, at at the hour okay an hour and almost an hour and a half yes, no girl. way yeah. yes we love us in long wait episodes. we when is this gonna go out you think uh next tuesday next tuesday okay because mm-hmm. we have a we have a, we actually have an event this weekend with uh brie from the imam project oh yes. okay yes. so you're doing another curated project i think i shared that i think yeah. i shared yeah. it on you should our, come on so you stories. can try our blazers yes yeah, it's gonna be so fun on sunday but, yeah on sunday oh it's okay, okay. little house on ruth it's so fun but we're so glad that you're like a friend of hers. We, I didn't know that that's how you met us mm-hmm. because yeah. we are we are so appreciative of her and like her energy and her, oh, her purpose in life. You know, yeah. like I talk to my husband all the time about this. We're like, I can't believe like she puts it all on the line I love for it. this message that should be ingrained in our humanity, in mm-hmm. right? Like exactly. that should be common fucking sense. Yeah, yeah. you know. And she puts it all on the line. Like mm-hmm. the the food on her table, she puts it on the line for this message. For this and message. that I admire yeah. so much. Oh, I because love it. Because a lot of us have to, you know, not have to, do tiptoe around, you know, this message and, and about being appreciative and respectful mm-hmm. of other people. And she does it in such a way that's like, 
I, when people are like, oh, well, she should say it this way and she should say that, I was like, how, you do realize that you're asking her to say that people should treat each other with kindness or with respect in a certain way when it's a message that we should already know. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't need to be reiterated. It should have been already yeah. a known source. So you're telling someone who isn't aware of this fact mm-hmm. that that like imagine you know you as a black woman you're having to tell someone hey i exist and i matter and Mm -hmm. you should respect me right Mm -hmm. and you're already having to explain you have to explain your existence your your Mm -hmm. humanity to someone and you're asking me to do it nicely no are you kidding me no No. on top of that it's not the first time it's happened it's like hundreds of years that Mm -hmm. it's happened right And, and you know to a black woman or a black man it's happened to a million times right and like you know, we're Hispanic women, I'm Afro-Latina, mm-hmm. and, like, we've all experienced it to a certain degree. Right. And, like, th- it just blows my mind that, for example, I've experienced it as, a, as an Afro-Latina, mm-hmm. but the fact that I've experienced it on a micro level mm-hmm. compared to her and her family right, breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I'm always like, what the fuck? This is, this is, w- it's worse. Right. It, it's exactly. crazy to me. And then to yeah. ask someone to say it nicely. Nicely. No. I'm like, no. I think we're, mm-hmm. we're done being. We're done. I you think guys, yeah. yeah. You had your grace period. It was exactly. 500 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You had your grace period. It was called life. Right. Exactly. You're, you're in your 20s and 30s. Come on now. You know better. You right. know it. Like yep. you're talking about, you're Googling shit. Google some more shit. Google. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but it's, that, it's that, also that as being a woman in general, mm-hmm. right? Like, especially like going into corporate, the corporate world and, you know, a man is upset and he's telling you he's upset, mm-hmm. which is fine. But if a woman goes in the oh same God. way and she's upset and she's mm-hmm. telling you she's angry. Yeah. Right. She's, yeah. An, she's an emotional. She's, um, she's emotional. emotional. Unpredictable. Oh, unreliable. Yeah. You know? We, we cannot, like we cannot start talking about emotional. And it's like, no. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's unacceptable because, first of all, yeah. emotions are allowed everywhere mm-hmm. in our lives, including work, which is where we spend, unfortunately, you know, for a lot of Americans, the majority of their lives. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. we have a very, uh, it's, it's a capitalistic society, so we, we value our work heavily and we're here a lot. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to be here the majority of my life, I'm going to go ahead and be myself, mm-hmm. which means angry, sad, happy, joyful. All th- the emotions. All, yeah, all the emotions. and. And what sucks is like, you know, as a woman, we have a reaction to something normal and it's automatically, wow, she's unhinged. Mm-hmm. Or wow, mm-hmm. do you remember that one time Sally cried? Oh, it's yeah. like, well, someone told her she was a bitch. I mean, <laughs> what yeah, is that exact, work? Right. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I cried too. No, and, <laughs> and yeah. And, then and crying and is, you know, a form of weakness. Yeah. Like because I've cried in work before because somebody yelled at me. Or yeah. somebody said something behind my back, it's and it was like, like I was crying because I wanted to rip your head off. Dude, right? Are you and I, I cry when I'm angry, sad. and I can't. I <laughs> yeah, do. I'm the I same way. Do, like when I'm when I'm super angry, I cry. Same. Mm-hmm. It, and it's and it's so annoying because like uh-huh. I'm seconds away from physical damage, but same. I'm here crying, and you're sad. thinking that I'm sad, and it's like I'm not sad. I want to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I just know it's illegal to kill you, and I got. I can't believe you talk to me that way. It's like I don't want to lose my makeup like, and my <laughs> pretty soaps, which is why I'm not killing you. <laughs> I need this exactly. job. Exactly. No. Yeah. Yeah. And, and see, finding you guys through Brie, it, it just—I don't know. It, it really just set the tone for. I had to start following her because we were gonna rent out the little house in Ruth for an event. Oh, and then COVID hit. Oh, I was I looking into all that stuff. And then I was like, oh, well, 
who's behind the Little Houses roof? Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of started looking into that and I followed the Iman project and mm-hmm. just stuff like that just kind of like started, you know, getting pieced together little by little and, you know, seeing the curated project. And she had so much more to offer besides just the Iman project. Yes. I was like, yes, this is a whole powerhouse. Mm-hmm. Like, And that she's not part of like a trend. She's like no, been doing yeah. this since like 2016 or something. Right. Like something like she's just, this is, she has been bringing people to the table mm-hmm. for years. It has right. been her message. I actually, you know, where I first met her, it was at a mompreneur event, and she was one of the mm. panelists. I love that. I think it was like twenty eighteen or nineteen, and she told her story on stage, I love and that. I was, I was like shocked and blown away. I, was I like, love oh her my story. God, yeah. who is this you guys need to check her out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was blown, and so I after I. You and know. she's upon uh, she's unapologetically. Oh yeah, she's like mm-hmm. I did this and I did that and mm-hmm. here I am. You know, right. I'm hosting your mompreneur lunch, and especially in a space where the majority of influencers and bloggers are white women, mm-hmm. where you feel, you know, as a brown or black or Asian woman that you have to be a certain way, you mm-hmm. have to come from a certain place, and right. to not be that, right. to mm-hmm. unapologetic, unapologetic, oh my god, to unapologetic. <laughs> unapologetically, unapologetically. <laughs> <laughs> on a what <laughs> be that person yeah. it is so brave because and it allows it for other people to be like fuck yeah like yeah now yeah. I, now now i can do even those do women, xyz even the white women who are like yeah i've made mistakes yeah i mm-hmm. have felt this and i've done this and it opens everybody's doors to just be themselves mm-hmm. because when when you bring that down then everybody's like ah i I, I have the room, I have the permission right. to be myself. Mm-hmm. And right. that I respected so much. I was so in awe of it. I walked up to her after the, I don't know if she remembers this. I was super pregnant. I was so pregnant. <laughs> she probably doesn't remember this. But I walked up to her after, after the event. And I was like, um, thank you so much for your story. Like, right. that was beautiful. I was so grateful for it. And, and I left her after that because I was like, this is, I got what I wanted. Mm-hmm. That motivation, that like, right. I can be myself. I don't have to look like this and be like this and come from this to mm-hmm. do this. To do mm-hmm. something. And right. It was beautiful. Yeah. So and that's how we've always wanted this to be is like if we don't f- sit at a table, if we don't belong mm-hmm. at a table, we just make our own. Yeah. yeah. But then when you make your own, it's so important to invite everybody. Oh, yeah. Right. That's how that's how we wanted it to be. Yeah, so it's how, like yeah. it's an open table for Good. anyone to right. come to. Yeah. It's like because we didn't fit this cookie cutter, yeah. you know, they didn't mm-hmm. want to invite Image. us, but then I want to invite you. Right, you know? right. I want to invite people like us or who are open, who are not judgmental. Mm-hmm. That's how we wanted this to yeah. be. Yeah, and I love that. And that's the space that's so we're important. creating, but we really do appreciate you guys telling your stories. It's amazing. And I know there's even just one person who hears this and knows that if I do want to launch a business, it's possible, yeah. and we can just graduate with the University of Google, just like. <laughs> <laughs> God bless Google. Right, for sure. Unless we're doing something weird out there. Right. Which you never know. But yeah. <laughs> but we'll for sure go Google. ahead and repost the curated um, event. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we did, I think you guys posted it today, and I yes. reposted it on our story, but we'll continue kind of promoting that. Thank you so um, much. When this episode launches, we'll let you guys, our, all of our episodes launch on Tuesdays at okay, cool. 9 a.m. at Central Standard Time. So, so hopefully you guys um, really love the story that, you know, Power Women had to offer and give them a follow and check them out. Check out their blazers. Yes. You. you guys, they're amazing for sure. Now oh, I just need a blazer you. to just feel like a bad bitch a even bad more. <laughs> even more. Yeah. Yeah. So BWR yeah. underscore WMN. Yes. Ooh, Is there anywhere else? Because I know you guys are on Facebook too, right? 
Yes, we're on Facebook. You can find us. I think our username, I think, it's PWR. Why do I have so much trouble saying that? PWRWMN1. That's on Facebook. Okay. But on Instagram uh, is where we interact the most. Mm-hmm. It's PWR underscore WMN. And you can, of course, find us on LinkedIn. Um, awesome. Just by Google, but just by searching Power Women, PWRWMN. And just to let y'all know, like, I mean, we're not experts. We're not Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban, if you're listening to this, please, Shark please reach out. <laughs> <laughs> please sponsor us. We have a really great idea that you would want to invest in. A <laughs> Shark Tank over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Put in the bug. <laughs> like, we're not Mark Cuban, but we, anything that we have learned, we love to share. We love, if we have, like, the, uh, a tent vendor, which we do. Mm-hmm. Um, if you, if we, like, for events, you know, where we get our stuff, where our decorations, where, how we get our ideas, you know, online, SEO. Anything that we have learned, we share with anyone that follows us. But if you have any specific questions, please message us. Awesome. If you need, if you want us to help out in any way, please message us. Our joy comes from helping other power women succeed. Like mm-hmm. we absolutely yeah. love that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. There you go. Thank you so much That's for what joining we need. us. We need more women we need like more. that. Yes. Yeah. For There's sure. room for all of us. Yep. There's there so much room. Definitely. There's room for all of us up here. Yeah, we are on the 18th floor, guys. Yeah, we just gotta keep lifting <laughs> each other up. Yeah. So hey, yeah. no, but we also do want to say thank you to Hello Studios for letting us be here because this is this is our newfound space and we yeah, love no, having so it's nice. our people right. here. This is very fancy. It's very fancy. <laughs> it's I'm gonna greet you with like we did Enricaste. Yeah. <laughs> do a so reach you, now, huh? <laughs> you flip your hair. Like, I know. This yeah, is like we're on the 18th floor. Look at Dallas. Look how pretty mm-hmm. she is. I know. I, I love it. At nighttime, oh. this is the view for sure. But I know. Gorgeous. Yeah. So nice. Thank you guys for joining us once again. We Thank appreciate you. you. And just give them a follow. Check them out. Get their blazers. Look like a bad bitch and give them yeah. a tag. Oh, yeah. Right. I'm eyeing that blue velvet one. Hey. Please. <laughs> I love. Oh, my God. You know I haven't even seen it yet, but I'm like, I need it. She's foaming in the mouth right now. And I didn't even finish with that. But I mean, all of them are so beautiful. Honestly, yeah. we have to definitely check out your please website. Please try them on. Yeah, please. We would love so to see. We'll definitely link it on the show notes, and you guys check them out and let us know what you thought about this episode. So yeah, I think that's it. Until next time, guys. Bye. Bye.